leftovers, or the DMV, or house cleaning, or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome in to Once Upon a Sunday Fantasy Football Podcast, the late night edition with the Daves. What's up, guys? What's going on? Are we live? Oh, we're live. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. (laughs) You know why it's live? Because you know why it's better live? So I don't have to do as much editing because I know when when I say we're live, like we're all on it. When we're not live, I'm not not, not on it either way. So I'm just asking. Well, yeah, you're never on. But me and Dave, we're on because we're used to it now. I'm just clarifying. That's okay, Dave. We know, like you're the you're the one week a show guy. You can't do more than one a show. Like it's cool. Like you're this. Uh... Listen, I'm like a diva. I'm a superstar. You get me once a week and just be happy with it. Just deal with it. <laughs> but my the the best part is that even when we're not, even when Dave's not here, believe us, I'm filtering my ideas and texts. I'm texting Dave like, "Hey, Dave, what do you think about this? What do you think about that?" I'm like, "Uh, you know, Stanley Shepherd this week." And Dave's like, "Yeah, I like that." And or, I'm still roasting Josh in the comments. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. When we're, when we're live, which by the way, we're live every Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at noon. Uh, when we're live, Dave's always there, just trashing me, trashing me. There was something I said about Sony Michelle and Daryl Henderson. Oh yeah, that's what that I did. That was pretty bad. That was pretty bad. <laughs> and then when Dave's in our group chat talking about one of his sits of the week, Dave's just smashing him, smashing Listen, him. Yeah, I'm just giving information. I got and hit saying that I disagree with that particular player. That's I it. Got- I was roasting him. Uh, I got hit with a lot. I got hit with a lot of information. <laughs> it was just it was information. A, look, in, in, a sh- in a short amount of time, I was hit with a abundance of information. When when Dave, if it was Josh, I would have roasted him. Look, I'm just giving you information. That's all. You know how you get, you make Dave work? You you piss him off. Like so, me and him did a thing. Oh, I think our first show ever, second <clears> show <throat> ever. Uh, we traded Haskins for Aaron Jones or Jamal Williams. I think it was something like that. Either, either way. I made fun. Yeah, I got Galladay and Aaron Jones, and you got Haskins. I don't know what it was, but the point is this: I said Haskins is a joke, and you fucking wrote a novel to explain to me why Haskins is better than Aaron Jones. And Haskins is no, this. no, that was not the point of the. That was not the point of it. We can go back, go back, go back and listen to episode two or three. But it was not to say that Haskins was great. It was the point of value of quarterbacks in the Superflex League. That was the, the argument. I know. Yeah, and Aaron Jones turns out to be one of the best players of all time if you watched yeah, last week. he's great. All right, guys, we're here to talk about our week three starts and sits. Later on in the show, we will have Finn, our DFS expert. He's back. Um, but who needs him? I, I'm two for two this this year, man. I'm, I'm up. I'm positive. I think I'm up 100%. Killing it. I know. Anyway. Crazy. Yeah, I missed. Uh, I, I lost that lineup in week one. Um, uh, I didn't change mine after we talked to Finn. I kind of left mine the way it was. And that was a mistake. I should have listened to Finn. Uh, lost money that I think I lost twenty bucks in the week one. Finn didn't come on in week two, so I didn't even enter a lineup because I was scared. 
And now week three, I feel like I'm ready to go. I got a lineup locked and loaded. I want to see what Finn thinks about it. Do you have a line? Yeah. So, yeah, that's what, that's what he's here for. It's going to be awesome. But before he gets here, let's get to our top starts and sits of the week. We come up with two each, but we're only going to do one or the ones we locked in. So, okay. Dave Campbell, I want you to go first. That would re- require me to remember who I, who I made my start of the week. <laughs> this freaking guy, man. Do you want me to remind Listen, you? Do you want to see my, my freaking apartment right now? There's boxes everywhere. I'm literally in the middle of moving. It's a shit show. You're lucky I'm even here right now. But you um, made time for the challenge tonight. That's all it Yes, I did because I didn't have to move nothing. I have to, I have to be ready. <laughs> um, my start of the week was – do you know who it was? Because I can't remember. Yes, Dave. Okay. <laughs> tell, go tell to me. The- your Tell starts me. of the week, you can pick one, 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 okay? Your starts of the week are Hollywood Dan, Brown or Dan Rondell Moore. Oh, oh. Yeah. I like them both. I like them both. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna go with Hollywood Brown because right now he is on a tear. Uh, Rondell Moore, I, I love him. I do. A lot of his yards last week came on a one broken coverage, 77-yard touchdown. Um, but he still got a lot of targets, which I like. But I'm going to go with Hollywood Brown. God damn it. Who's Baltimore playing this week? I'm on my phone, so I can't look it up right now. Uh, Detroit. But, Detroit. Yes, that's Detroit. what it is. They are not stopping anybody. Hollywood's hot. Hollywood is if you look if you go back to last year, his last four or five games, he was awesome. He started awesome this year. Uh Lamar loves him. Bob Mark Andrews is a piece of shit, by the way, in case y'all haven't figured <laughs> that out yet. Um it's 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 Lamar running like crazy and it's Hollywood Brown. And like that's their their offense and it's working. So uh, I say keep riding that hot hand of Hollywood Brown until he, you know, fizzles out. Right now he's hot. I say keep going with him. He had a broken play. Are you talking about his broken play that went for all those yards? Or are you talking about no Rondell Moore? Well, yeah, Hollywood did too. Hollywood had that. Hollywood had that one broken play where he scored that touchdown. That wasn't supposed. I to didn't happen. see it. I didn't see it. Were you not watching Monday Night Football or whatever football that was? I was watching a little bit of the game. Oh, you know, you know what happened is I fell asleep. I fell asleep during that game. I woke up and it was like 35 to 31 or something. I was like, oh, that's a good game. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot stand Hollywood Brown. You know this. I quit on him last year. I, I kept him. Like, I he was my it. keeper last year. And now all of a sudden he wants to be good. I think dating back to last year, he's had double-digit points in the last seven games, which is not like Hollywood Brown at all. So, sure, yeah, start him up. Maybe now it is. My my thing about we'll talk about that later in DFS because I know we're gonna talk about Lamar in DFS. So Davey, give me your start of the week. Start of the week, Giants Homerism. I'm gonna continue speaking of riding hot hands, let's continue to ride Sterling Shepard. If in week one you thought it was a fluke and then you were still him. you wanted to check it out, wait another week in week two. He delivered again. Through two games, Shep has 16 catches, tied for number one overall in the NFL with Amari Cooper and Cooper Cup. In fact, he's been the only real bright spot on the Giants offense, besides Daniel Jones, you know, 95 yards and a touchdown here and there. Uh, Saquon's still not looking 100%, and he doesn't really look all that comfortable out there. Uh, DB's focused on Galladay, who, I don't know, hasn't seemed that great, might be injured himself. Uh, Shep has had the chance to do his thing, and things should not change this week when he gets Atlanta at home. Woo! Hurts uh, just torched Atlanta in week one for over 250 yards, three touchdowns. Brady came in, dropped five touchdowns on him, five five passing touchdowns. Insane. This should be a good game for Daniel Jones, uh, who's going to connect with Shep early and often, for sure. No, I agree with that, and that's going to lead me to my start of the week, which is Daniel Jones. Uh, who knew, right? I think, on, I think on my Tuesday show, I said Daniel Jones sucks, and Davey just left the feed. Like He just left me alone. I Look, did. I he did, and it sucked. 
But look, Daniel Jones is on pace to crush, crush, demolish his last year's 11 passing touchdown total. He's on a pace for one a game. 17, baby. Let's go. 17 is a huge number for him. Mm -hmm. I'm just kidding. He sucks. But the rushing. The rushing is the floor that you want, especially when he plays against Atlanta this week. Atlanta's uh, bottom five in overall defense. They're dead last per PFF in pass rush. Daniel Jones is going to have all the time in the world. He's going to not turn over the ball because Atlanta's trash. And he's going to run for 80 yards and maybe, maybe, maybe throw a touchdown. What? Don't 80 yards. Don't 80 yards. Get out of here. Is he Lamar Jackson now? Hey, look, all I know, all I know with Daniel Jones is he's third in quarterbacks in rushing attempts, which is true. No, I like him a lot. Yeah. But 80 yards is ridiculous. But he's going to run. He has points rushing, which is nice. This stat can't be right. I. You just mentioned that about Lamar Jackson. I typed in Lamar Jackson mm. rush yards. They have the exact same amount of rush yards this year. Lamar Jackson and Daniel Jones. I mean, it's only been two games, but I believe yeah, it because yeah. he had that 95 yards last game. And I, yeah. I love, what, did Lamar break 100 this past week? But yeah, I don't remember wild. what he had week one. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sure they could be close. Pretty yeah, wild. They're going to be close. It's, it's, it's start Daniel hey. Jones if you have to. I yeah. Even as a Daniel Jones fan, I think he's gonna have a great week, but I think uh, it's gonna hit the fan eventually, right? I mean, eventually, it's going yes. to. But he's I playing. Think, he's playing well above his means right now. I think this week it's gonna continue against Atlanta. Atlanta. So yeah, we yeah. saw what. I, see, I the agree. thing is, is we saw what Jalen Hurts did against him, and Jalen Hurts isn't the most accurate. And then and look yet. what Brady did. Obviously, I mean, we know what they are capable of, but like. They're like just getting torched right now. Like it's well, that's, crazy. That's why I compare him to, to Jalen Hurts because Jalen Hurts had the rushing and the passing against him. So Daniel Jones maybe could do the same thing. I love yeah. him and I love Shepard. I love both of them. I think oh, Shepard's yeah. a, a great start. Um, I was gonna say him, but then you stole him from him first, so that's fine. Um, yeah, I got a question for you. Would oh. you? I got a quarterback question. Superflex. Daniel Jones. Justin Fields. Um, Darnold, Sam Darnold, and then I got um. Who's my fourth guy? That's a lot of dudes. Win- Winston. I guess sorry, no. two of them. Two of those four. Two of those four. Tell me who you're starting. Wait, who are they again? Winston. Winston, Darnold, Field. Fields, and Jones. Daniel Jones. Uh, Darnold and Jones. Yeah, I go Darnold and Jones. Wow, no Fields. Not right, yet. I, know, I gotta not see yet. it. He's that last performance scared me a little bit. I, I, a little I, bit. I had Darnold and Jones in originally, and Darnold I saw some Jones. people going off on Twitter about, like, you have to start Fields. So now I'm, like, questioning it, so I don't know what I'm going to do. Because I, like, not- I love Darnold against Houston, and I love Jones, but I, I really want to start Fields. In SFB, hmm. I'm not start- I have Fields, and I'm not starting Fields. I'm starting Carr and Cousins, if that tells you anything. I'm just, I'm just afraid of Fields. That's yeah, it. but he's got upside, a lot of upside. I know he has a lot of upside, but... Well, he, didn't SFB, look, he didn't look great the other day either. Though. No, but in SFB, accuracy matters. You know that. So Kirk Cousins and Carr are pretty accurate. Yeah. I don't want to mess around with negative points. All right, anyways. Go ahead. Well, uh, do you know your sits of the week, Dave, or do I need a refresher? <laughs> um, give me a refresher. I think I do, but go ahead. Tell me. <laughs> I'll give you a refresher real quick. You have sit. <laughs> this fucking guy. Clyde Edwards-Alaire in sit. Oh, yeah. James Robinson. Which one are you going to go with? I'm going to go with both. Sit them both. They're just because they're trash cans, both of them. They both that's that's going to be the uh, article. That, that's all you need to write. Sit them both because they're trash cans. Uh, Robinson's not getting the work. He's not getting the work. Everyone thought when ETM went down, everyone was all 
crazy excited and happy and like, ooh, I got Robinson in the eighth round because I thought ETA was playing. Well, you should have not drafted James Robinson. I told you this last year. He's not special. He's not that good. It was a miracle run. He's undrafted free agent. There's a new coaching staff. You put all that together, it was a recipe for disaster. CEH, I've come to the realization that he's probably a good running back, but Mahomes does not care who the running back is. It, it doesn't matter. He's looking for Tyreek. He's looking for Kelsey. He doesn't care who's over there in the flat waiting for the ball. And that's just how it is. They're going to throw 50 times. CH is going to get 10 carries, 12 carries. If he's lucky in the blowout, he'll get 15. And if he doesn't get a touchdown, he's literally worthless. They're not throwing him the ball. He's not getting enough touches. You cannot start CH right now. And it sucks because if you had him, you drafted him in the second or third round. And I really was high on him before the season. I was like, this is like he'll be back. Like he started off good last year. But I just feel like it's the Mahomes show and everyone mm-hmm. else is secondary. And yep. if you're not Tyreek or Kelsey, don't you sorry, it's Mahomes to whoever's open. And then you'll be the last line of defense if there's nothing else around. Oh, Hardman will catch a fifty yard ball once every month and like CH mm-hmm. will get a touchdown or two here and there, but it's Mahomes, Kelsey, and Kittle. I don't want nobody else on that team. Yeah, the running game, the the game plan and running game there or lack thereof, it kind of gives me a like a Buffalo vibe, but like, yeah, it's it's just like it doesn't even matter. They're gonna pass the ball and they're gonna pass it well. That that's it. Yep. Yeah, sad. All right, Davey, you're sadly. Do you need a refresher? No, I don't need a. I mean, oh. Dave's been Dave's been rubbing this one on my face all week. Uh, <laughs> The one, the easy one to go with this week would have been the Daryl Henderson slash Sony Michelle slash any Rams running back. Uh, that would have been the easy set of the week. I'll go with the Brandon Cooks one. I'll uh, I'll die on my I'll die on my Brandon Cooks hill. Uh, Brandon Cooks versus Carolina. I know Cooks has been nothing short of a stud through two games, averaging seven catches, 105 yards per game. But that was mostly with Tyrod Taylor, who came out of the gate a lot hotter than we thought he would. Uh, now Cooks gets rookie Davis Mills at the helm, who looked a bit confused most of the time he was out there, uh, going 8 of 18 on the day. Uh, sure, he targeted Cooks often, uh, but he is only completing four for 44% of his throws, and that was against the Browns. If you can't throw it against the Browns, who are giving up the third most fantasy points to QBs so far this season, uh, are you going to be able to throw it against Carolina? Um, and it's on a short week. Davis Mills, first start on a short week, Thursday night football. The Panthers have allowed the least passing yards this year, the only team to allow less than 300 total passing yards this season. They've only allowed two passing touchdowns this year. And to make things worse, they've allowed the least passing completions uh, this year, less than 40 total completions, Uh, which discussed earlier, not Davis Mills' strong suit. This sounds like a recipe for a disaster for Mills and the Texans. Sure, Cooks could definitely get that Darren Waller treatment where Davis Mills is just scared and funnels the ball to him over and over again, even when he shouldn't. And then we could see the dreaded garbage time points that we all expected from Brandon Cooks anyways this season, right? Um, I'm just not going to take the chance. I have him in two leagues. I'm playing Sterling Shepard over him in one league, and I'm playing Rondale Moore over him in the other. So I can't sit Brandon Cooks. I can't sit a number one target, especially when he's been producing so well, man. I think Dave's on the same page as me. So I know I sent you all those all those stats. I get what you're saying 100%. Like, you're scared of Mills. So, yeah, yeah it's fine. Car- Carolina's defense has been really, really good. Like, they shut down Winston, those guys. 
So like I'm 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 on that side of like play it safe. If you have better options, I'm I'm fine with sitting him because it is a little scary. I didn't realize Mills only had 18 attempts, and I read that he had what 10 to Cooks last week and a half. Yeah, that's crazy think, to me. I think eight. <clears throat> yeah, eight eight or ten to Cooks and five completions to Cooks. Yeah, and and um, one was a late touchdown, and um, I saw he had. Cooks had 14 targets last week, and no one else had more than two. I just feel like the volume <laughs> is going to be like enough. Yeah. But I get what you're saying that I, I'm the, not trying to risk it. But I mean, it's, the other, it's, it is the receivers. It is. All the other receivers on that team literally died last week. Uh, <laughs> Nico Collins left with a yes. shoulder injury. He's on the IR now. Uh, and then another receiver that I never even heard of got hurt, and it was like on the IR now. And I was just like, "What? They literally had, don't have anyone else to throw it to." Jordan Aiken. That's why I'm like. Up. There's nobody else. It's gonna be cooks every play, like just by chance to like catch like eight balls probably. But but I get it. You're scared of the QB. Yeah. Maybe they punt every drive. So it if you have a better option, I I, I see what you're saying. I got a question. Mm-hmm. If this was Terry McLaurin, would you sit him? I'm, mm-hmm. I was asking a question. Would you? It, like last week when he had Heineke and everyone was no, scared. but we but everyone loved Heineke because of that one playoff game. But if this was if this was McLaurin in the same situation, would you sit him? Because he's not yet superstar status, but he's not a bum. He produces. Or would you start McLaurin? If it was Davis Mill, if McLaurin yeah. was on the you, Texans, you just take, yeah, you just take <laughs> McLaurin and put him on the Texans, oh. and it's the same situation. Yeah, for sure. I would I would do the same thing. Yeah, you would sit him. You're crazy. Talent. I think talent overcomes. The leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We were prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Usually. Like he, he, he might have three catches for 40 yards, and it's a great sit because – they just triple team cooks and nobody else is up in. Yeah. <laughs> like, who knows? To have the kind of talent to overcome uh, Davis Mills' first start at quarterback, you would have to be someone like Allen Robinson's talent level, who's overcome the, <laughs> the shittiest of quarterbacks. For that. He's like the only one that we all – he actually well, earned my respect. Hopkins. I, yeah, Hopkins. I was going to say Hopkins up until yeah. he finally got uh, got traded. Yeah, yeah. Watson, till wa- till they had Watson. Yeah, yeah Andre, wrong, Andre yeah. Johnson did the same thing, right? He had no quarterback. <clears throat> it happens, but yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. it's all good. Yeah. 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 Anyway, we'll see. All right, let's get to my last sit. It's another quarterback. You guys don't tackle quarterbacks much, so I have to do it, and I didn't want to do this one, but Trevor Lawrence, you have to sit this guy. Fuck Number him. one, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I agree. Number one, uh, interceptable I, passes. So Number bad. two, in danger plays. Lawrence's adjusted completion percentage is 61.3, which is 37th in the league, which means he's trash. Uh, he has a horrible coach. I don't know if it's his talent or if it's if it's the coaching staff. I told you guys before, I don't trust Urban Meyer. He's look at James Robinson. Look at look at the receiving core. You never know who it's gonna be. This this whole team is a shit show. I want nothing to do with Lawrence. His yards per attempt is 5.4 yards per attempt. That's very low for a quarterback, especially with someone who has a cannon like him. Uh, just sit Trevor Lawrence, sit the Jaguars. Don't even start any Jaguar, not one. DJ Chark, right now, I uh, agree. Marvin Jones, James, all of them. Stay away. I and, was super high on him. I had him as well, top 10 guy. Yeah. or something, and I 
They suck right now. Uh, yeah. They suck. I put a big stock of my dynasty budget on that number one pick. For oh, that's right. You did. It is not. I mean, who cares? The rest of my team's fucking dead anyways. So. <laughs> yeah, you're going, oh, you're not winning the game, but you got number one pick again, baby. I, I, have two, I have two running backs. I have two uh, running I started the season with six running backs. I have two running backs. That's, that's why I think I, I think I have two running backs. Javante Williams and CMC in that league. That's it. That's all you need. Yeah. Um, right now. Yeah. So what was I going to say? Oh, Trevor Lawrence. Sorry. Yeah, back on Trevor Lawrence. You're right. In my guillotine league where I very, <laughs> that was the biggest uh, win of my life, by the way. I <laughs> so lucky. You're so lucky. TJ Hawkinson got me like that, what, 0. 0.4 win <laughs> to Jesus. survive in the guillotine league? I know that after Hawkinson gave you the lead and then Cobb had that one drive where he had like three catches, I, I know you were like, fuck this game, I quit. <laughs> I was, was like, oh drive. my God, he's going to lose because of this drive. There was a driver. Cobb got targeted three times and caught yeah. all of them for like five point eight points, and like that took me out of the lead. I'm like, you motherfucker! And Hawkinson had like one, like two catches next. Late on like the last, just second, like last drive of the game. I'm like, oh, that's it. He won because they were, but the Packers were up by too much. They weren't gonna throw no more. That's why I can't. Whatever. I hate. I can't hate on garbage points anymore. I used to do it all the time, but I've come to learn that garbage points matter the same as regular points. So that, yeah. those were our starts and sits of the week. For more, we have an article coming out. I suggest you go read that because we have a lot more in there. Although Dave just gave you all of his because he can't remember. I can't help it. I just talk about everybody. <laughs> you do. Uh, Finn, are you ready to come in for DFS? Yes, he is. What's yes. going on, man? What's up, boys? How we doing? What up? Hey, what's up, buddy? Sorry, I missed you guys last week. Yeah. Yeah. Scheduling was kind of messed up. For some reason, we did it on a Thursday night, which we never do. I have no idea what happened. Like, I we know what happened. Josh likes to put out feelers about when to schedule something, and if me and Dave don't answer back, he <laughs> he wants to be stubborn and like stamp his foot down and be like, "Well, fine, I guess we're not doing a show." And then and the you know next funny, the next day ahead. comes and we're doing the fucking show, and I'm like, "We knew this was gonna happen. You were gonna come schedule the show anyways." Like. Just might you know, as well just do it. It's so funny because I remember Wednesday, I was like, I'm waiting for Josh's text all day long. I'm just waiting for him to be like, what time, guys? What time, guys? Because he always says it like, we don't know. It's going to be 930 every week. Like, passive <laughs> aggressively every time. And then and it's like today. <laughs> like today, he's in the text. Is there any scheduling conflicts? And I didn't mm. say anything on purpose. <laughs> and an hour later, he sends the text. Oh, thanks a lot. And I'm like, shut yeah. the fuck up. You know we're recording at 9:30. Like, well, thanks for the response. Thanks. For like, that. As an <laughs> outsider, it's so much fun to listen to you guys put Josh's <laughs> voice on the text messages. Because uh, like, you never know when someone's texting, yeah. like you know, what's their voice really sounding like. You have to clarify. Uh, we know. But listening to the goat sit here and uh, <laughs> Josh's. Uh, Josh's instruction. The, the, text the best text is when he says, thank you. Thank you for responding. <laughs> thank you for responding. It's the most. It's not- so funny. I've never, I've never heard someone say thank you through a text that was the most opposite of thank you. <laughs> and the only reason I did it. It's so a I was fuck, like, it's I was a like shut up. It's a yeah, like, fuck you for responding. Is there any right? punctuation or capitalization nope. that like nah. emphasizes that thank you? Nothing. No. Just we, thank we you just, for responding. We just, we just know. You guys just know. <laughs> Yeah, we know. What, what I have to do with them is passively aggressively do everything or nothing gets done. Like, hey, Dave, can you send me your starts and sits, please? No response. I ignore him on purpose. <laughs> and then he forgets him when he sends them to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He sends them to me, and I go, Dave, I picked Singletary already. Oh, okay. Let me adjust. I'll find someone else. 
the worst. That's why he's right, a self proclaimed goat. That's right. It's like he, he he knows so much, but doesn't know how to get it out. That's the thing with Dave. So he just doesn't know how he does it. He's, need just, an he's just the best player I've ever met. But I have no idea why. Let's he get needs, into something. It's, I, I try to keep it all up here mostly. I don't want to spread it out with everybody. Yeah, he needs someone to rub <laughs> rub the lamp to let the genie out of the bottle. There you go. There you go. Where's Christina Aguilera when I need her? <laughs> Let's uh, get to some DFS. Uh, we got some Fandle <clears throat> and some DraftKings lineups coming at you. Last week, I crushed it, scoring 126 points without Finn's help. So I feel pretty good. Like I'm, I think I'm getting a, whole, a hang of it, but you're telling me Fandle's a little loose. What does that yeah. mean? Yeah, so it's it's funny. Um, you know, we were talking earlier this week, and I was like, "Hey, we should start to incorporate DraftKings because if people are just trailing my calls right now, they're getting their butts kicked." And uh, Fanduel. So when I say it's loose, it, there's the pricing. Um, you can fit so many studs in there that it, there's just a million ways to get that uh, to get to that that goal. Usually, like you'll see a lot of like common lineups um, as you're going through because you know a lot of folks will kind of like you know. There's a, a list of pros that I think use a lot of the same projections and end up in like a lot of the same lineups. I'm not seeing any of that right now. See, there's just so much variance on FanDuel, but DraftKings the pricing is a lot tighter. So that means is like the, t- the studs are really priced up, so you can't fit as many of those studs in your lineup, or you can only fit you know a handful because maybe there's only one or two that are mispriced versus FanDuel. Like you remember the lineup we were talking about last week? It was basically like an all-star team, and you know obviously not all of them uh, perform very well, but the problem is, like, when you have so many guys that you can squeeze in, it, when pricing super loose, there's just so many ways to get to that destination that it becomes a lot harder. So, I said to you guys, like, let's start to talk about DraftKings. The pricing's a lot tighter over there. So, you know, some of these, I played Marvin Jones. Like, my receivers the first week were disgusting, but they all hit their like two and a half, three x value because they were all priced at five k. And I smashed DraftKings week one, smashed DraftKings last week. So I'm actually up pretty healthily on the year even though I'm literally throwing up a goose egg outside of like, you know, some head to heads on FanDuel. I haven't won any 50 fifties, any double ups, any of that on FanDuel, uh, just some head to heads, but I've been, I've been crushing the double ups, triple ups, single entries, uh, head to heads over on DraftKings. So, um, you know, when you talk about loose versus tight pricing, like that's kind of what we refer to and it's going to bounce back and forth. There'll be weeks where DraftKings is way looser and FanDuel is way tighter, but right now it just seems like FanDuel, um, I mean, again, I'm building my FanDuel lineup uh, already, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm fitting, like, mm-hmm. studs, like five studs, six studs in there, and in with a high-priced defense. So, you know, when I get to that point, I'm probably going to play a little bit less on FanDuel this week and probably shift a little bit more of my action over to DraftKings just because it's a little bit tighter, and I feel like, you know, there's a little bit of an edge for folks who like to it's dig a little deeper can. and find those studs or find those, like, mispriced folks who can outperform. Right, right. Sounds like that. Yeah, you're looking for uh, a a better skill gap over more of a random outcome for sure. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when you got guys that are playing tournament teams and cash lineups, usually you salivate for that. But again, because you can fit so many studs, and all they're seeing is like, mm-hmm. oh man, I can fit Christian McCaffrey and and uh, Dalvin Cook and you know uh, Travis Kelsey or you know all my lineup. You're like, oh crap! Like you know, people just start picking all those guys and. It, you know, it becomes uh, they're playing tournament lineups and they're mm-hmm. stacking and doing all this stuff, which you, you know, you can do in cash. I wouldn't recommend it, you know, uh, to go crazy on that. And yeah, it just becomes a lot harder to uh, to hit the cash line. So 
you know, I was talking with uh, Josh and Dave earlier this week, and I was like, hey, guys, we should probably touch on DraftKings as well because uh, I don't want people tailing my fan duel picks and then being like, this guy freaking sucks. Why don't we listen to this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So let's start with DraftKings. Uh, did you guys build a lineup? My Daves? I did not. Shock. Nah, Shock. I have I have one for I have one for FanDuel, so we can we can talk about I it. I didn't have today. time and I'm on my phone, so I can't even look at it. So no, I, I was fair, like, I'm not gonna waste my time. I have a DraftKings lineup and I'll listen to y'all. I was prepared. <laughs> okay, you'll listen to us. I'm and really to be interested. fair, I, was, I didn't really tell Dave. Okay, sorry. Oh, I didn't tell Davey about the DraftKings thing because I just forgot. But I yeah, remember I've, to do mine. I'm I'm signed up on both, but uh I built my uh lineup today on FanDuel. I have I'm, really, I'm really interested. Like before we go, we were talking about this. Like some of the guys you guys hate uh, are actually in my FanDuel lineup. It's solely because of price. I'm sorry, DraftKings lineup solely because of pricing. Just mm-hmm. like solely because of pricing. So, you know, I said to Josh and, and the guys earlier, like, be prepared to debate tonight because they're going to throw some names out there. You guys can be like, f that. I'd be like, once <laughs> I tell you their price, you're going to be like, like Ceh. Oh, you hit the nail on the head. Ceh is like basically a must start on DraftKings. That's, but what if like what if he gets forty six yards rushing like last week and like that's not helping you? He's forty eight hundred dollars. Do you know who else is forty hundred dollars on DraftKings this week? Shuba Hubbard or Chuba Hubbard, however you pronounce his name, and Jeremy <laughs> Mc, Jeremy McNichols. He's that's literally it. the same price as backups. That's and, so everyone listening, remember why he's my bust of the week. That's <laughs> yeah, no, but it, it's you know all you need is him to like a know, touchdown I, or something. Yeah, yeah, the narrative's out there, right? Ceh sucks, you know all that. He's still getting the majority of the backfield work there. And like again, we talk about it. you want to pay for opportunity, you want to pay for touches. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I think I heard you guys say, like, he actually looks good. He's just being misused. Imagine if he's yeah. the guy that gets that, you know, that goal line carry where he was getting the goal line carries last year. They weren't subbing in someone else from the goal line last year. Mm-hmm. Who knows? That was just like, you know, a random, hey, you know, tap of the helmet on CEH Spartan and Williams comes in and scores a touchdown. That could have very easily been CEH. We're having a very different conversation around him. His price is probably very different than it is right now. So again, like forty hundred—that's literally a cheat code. <laughs> I don't really know what to say. Like that's the price of backups. Yeah. So he's going to be crazy. highly rostered. I'm assuming with DraftKings. Yeah. So that's I mean, one of those eat the chalk situations. Yeah, and we'll monitor it obviously as the week goes on, see if something else pops up. But yeah, I mean, I would—I think just based off of brand name only, Ceh, you know, first round pick last year, second, third round pick this year, Chiefs running back. Oh my God, forty hundred dollars. I think just based off of that. He's going to be highly owned, and then again, all you need is some like positive variance to pop his way, you know, which we know is going to happen. Ceh doesn't suck at football. Um, who knows when it's going to happen, but it will happen. And if it's this week at forty eight hundred, and you didn't, you you know, kind of eat that chalk and, and take the price savings, yeah, I mean, you you better hope you hit on the other positions to even have a stand, stand a chance. Mm-hmm. Here's a running back I like on DraftKings. I think it's pretty low. Javante Williams forty nine hundred against the Jets. I really think that he's going to get a bigger wor- workload. They're going to have a lead. They're going to want to run the ball. Maybe, maybe Melvin Gordon only gets 12 carries and Javante gets you know 17, maybe 16. Uh, what do you think about Javante Williams at 4,900? Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't mind Javante honestly. Um, you know, I think uh, yeah, there's a couple other guys I probably want to go for, um, like McCaffrey. How did McCaffrey went from 9,900 to 9,000 uh, mm-hmm. when he smashed last week and had like the opportunity to score four touchdowns and like just, you know, th- it didn't work out for him. I mean, when you see McCaffrey sub 10,000 on either side, it's pretty much a, you know, you, you got to play that. So like when I go McCaffrey in there, like, yeah, I, I don't mind Javante, uh, you know, 4,900, that's, that's really cheap, but 
there's someone else who's a couple hundred bucks more that I would probably play this week. Like uh, Mike Davis is actually in my lineup as a flex right now. Sounds crazy. He's fifty one hundred dollars. <laughs> he still he still got more. Like um, Patterson had the best had a better stat line. He scored two touchdowns, but he actually got a ton of targets, a ton of rushing. He mm-hmm. still had like a two third uh, you know snap uh, edge over Patterson. So. Again, you could just say Patterson kind of lucked into two touchdowns. If one of those went Mike Davis's way, which is very conceivable, especially against you know, unfortunately, Davy our, our crappy Giants. Um, yep. You know, that fifty one hundred dollars, like you know, I, I'm willing to take that um, that chance. So yeah, I mean, yeah, Javante's in my player pool, but yeah, my three running backs that are currently in my lineup are going to be McCaffrey, Ceh, and then Mike Davis at the flex. And we have a very, well, very different running backs room. I have DeAndre Swift. Javante Williams and uh, Najee Harris. I went totally different than you just because I think I went cheaper on those guys. Yep. And I spent up on a Cooper Cup or TJ Hawkinson. Um, and I think Najee getting all the workload for 6,600 is pretty good on DraftKings. Yeah. I mean, he's in my, he's, uh, you know, on my model. Uh, if I'm just trying to do a quick, he's top 10 on my model. Najee's probably like number eight, seven or eight um, in 6,600. So yeah, I don't I don't hate that play at all. Um, you know, I like that play. Um, you know, I kind of look at maybe like a Chris Carson at sixty four hundred. You know, maybe not catching as many passes, but getting all the goal line work. You know, Najee's getting the goal line work, but it's just it's not working very well right now. Um, you know, all those guys are kind of like jumbled up for me. Again, for me, it just kind of came down to Ceh is a cheat code. Christian McCaffrey is too cheap. Again, how he dropped in price after his week last week is. Uh, yeah, uh, boggling my mind so when you kind of see that it's uh it's kind of an no-brainer for me there so whenever you go with a like a cheap riskier back like ceh this week or javante williams are you looking to pair one of those guys with a solid stud on the other side you you're not looking you, you wouldn't go like javante and like ceh both cheap and risky and then try to make up all those points elsewhere would you no, probably not. I mean, you guys know, like the the difference between like running back one and running back twelve and running back twenty four is so much bigger than wide receiver one, wide receiver twelve, wide receiver twenty four. That yeah, I, I would like to. I mean, the reason you can fit a, a McCaffrey in here and still actually have a pretty decent team around him is because you've you got like the Ceh and the Mike Davis, uh, right. Mike Davis of the world. So. Yeah, I probably wouldn't go. I wouldn't. I would not feel comfortable, at least in the cash game line, pulling out like a Javante, Ceh, Mike Davis as my three, um, right. paying up elsewhere. Um, yeah, I would. Uh, and again, it's going to go back to who we, you know, who we uh, talk about at quarterback as well, because you know, I think you just have such a high floor at quarterback that I'm okay with the Ceh, you know, variance. Uh, given that, again, I think there will be some positive variance coming at some point, and again. With his ownership, uh, like projected right now to be the highest owner, highest owned uh, running back on DraftKings with the initial uh, run of projections, <sighs> yeah, I think that's kind of a uh, that's kind mm-hmm. of a no brainer. Mm-hmm. Dave, you got nothing? I, I I didn't even look at the prices, so I can't even really like say, oh, I think this is a good price. I couldn't even tell you. Forty hundred dollars is very cheap. That's what I'll tell you. Very, I know. Very cheap. I I can tell. I know for sure. Like when you're saying C CMC is at like nine grand. I'm like, yeah. how? I've, I don't even, I haven't barely even played, but I don't ever, I see him that low. Like, that seems crazy to me. I feel like he's an automatic play, like you said. Yep. <clears throat> Let's shift over to wide receiver. I'm curious to see who, who you have there. I have Cooper Cup, Sterling Shepard, and Juju. Uh, Cup's at 6,800 on DraftKings, Shepard's at 5,900, and Juju's at 6,000. 
the Juju play is because I think Deontay is going to be out and Claypool is more of the deep threat. And I think they're just going to funnel targets. My only problem is I don't want to start Najee and Juju, but I think they have a big opportunity to both have a big game. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. If uh, if we're if we are of the mindset that Deontay's sitting out, it sounds like as of now he is. Um, I would agree with that. I mean, you're probably <laughs> locking up all of the Steelers, you know, offense outside of the big plays. Uh, you know, the, the the chunk plays of the Steelers offense between those two. So, I agree with you on Cooper Cup. I mean, I, you know, sixty eight hundred with what he's been producing, and you know, as Matthew Barry says, my little Cooper Cup with you know Matt Stafford basically <laughs> just like. Carrying him and carrying him into the uh, stadium every week, like mm-hmm. yeah. leftovers, or the DMV, or house cleaning, or. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Does your health routine for the new year include eye care? Well, now that you can use your renewed vision benefits, it's easy to add it to the routine. Visit PearlVision.com and schedule exams for the whole family. They work with all major vision plans, including iMed, and they'll cover your cost of insurance, copay, or eye exam. Valid prescription required. Valid at participating locations. Restrictions apply. Taxes extra. See store for details. Ends 331-2023. Exams available at the Independent Doctor of Optometry at or next to Pearl Vision. Some doctors employed by Pearl Vision. He, sh- I don't know how he's not priced up like some of these uh, monster wide receivers because he's playing like these monsters. I mean, he's fifteen hundred dollars cheaper than Devontae Adams, and he's like mm-hmm. significantly outscored Devontae Adams this year. Um, I've CD Lamb as my other play uh, with Amari, uh, you know, being mm-hmm. hurt and then you know maybe not playing. Uh, Gallup we know is still out, so I think uh, you're going to see a lot of uh, targets funneled to CD Lamb. And I'm actually punting and going very cheap at my third RC. I'm actually going KJ Osborne from the Vikings. Sounds crazy, but he's he's the third target there, and he's produced in back-to-back weeks at $3,500. I mean, he had one catch. What was it, like a 70-yard touchdown last week? He does that at $3,500. Like, thank you, ma'am. Like, we're done. Man, but like, it, it's he's paid off his value in one play. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, that, that could be – a uh you know minnesota seattle like seattle doesn't necessarily have the greatest secondary it could be a little bit of a shootout there um because minnesota's defense isn't stopping anybody either so i I think i you know i want to get a cheap uh exposure to that game and he's a good way to do it because he can make things happen on you know five six targets versus like jefferson and Thielen are gonna need a little bit more to kind of make some things happen right now yeah we talked about osborne on tuesday's show about how he's a pickup or waiver wire guy I wasn't buying it, but for DFS, I could see one big play. He's going to pay off. And uh, Dave, what do you think? He's going to get like six targets, seven targets. That's your team. He um, he's been really, really good. He's been what I think Irv Smith would have been, which really makes me sad. <laughs> so, if that's um, the case, like if you get Irv Smith production at thirty five hundred dollars, you'd get that all day long, right? Like as a Vikings I, fan, I think. Oh, I love it. I um, yeah. he he's actually a good player. He's. He's, be, he's the best number three. We've been looking for number three for years, and it seems like he's finally the guy. Um, and you're right. We've been Our defense can't stop anybody. It's been shootout after shootout. And um, he's really – like the last, I know the last drive this past game before the field goal, two two plays in a row they threw to K.J. Osborne on a quick little – like he's – Cousins trusts him. He's not going to be consistent like a lot of people are. I saw, I think I, I saw Josh in the – 
the show yesterday. He's like, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want. I don't want. I don't want. I'm like, <laughs> okay, Josh, you're fucking stupid. Um, and, and I'm not gonna say he's gonna be a stud, but he's worth owning. And that for like 3,500, like you're saying, sounds like you know, like you said, you, you one play. And I think he could probably catch four or five balls for 40, 50 yards, and there you go. You got nine or ten points out of that. Just. You know, man, Cousins is dealing, man. I mean, Cousins is in the zone right now. Um, yeah, he's been he, hot. He, he, and yeah, I mean, it's crazy that Jefferson is actually, while he's leading the team in targets, as a third wide receiver on that because Thielen's getting all the touchdowns and then, you know, Osborne's getting all the big plays. Um, yep. So yeah, I mean, again, $3,500, like that's just so cheap. I mean, just so, so cheap for a guy who's, you know, you're going to get five, six plus targets and has the big play upside. And I assume you're, Paying up for some other position, either quarterback or tight end, if you're doing that right. That is correct. Um, That's what I figured. Yeah. Well, we can shift the tight end right now. Yeah. So I'm I'm actually gonna um, stick with the Rams. I'm actually I'm throwing Higby in here again. I mean Higby. <laughs> I mean at four thousand again. He's just so cheap and he's still running a ton of routes. I know he isn't getting the targets that he has, but he's, he's still running a ton of routes. Um, I, I'm just gonna keep going back to that because yeah. I mean he's the only tight end that's really like getting any kind of play over there. I mean, I know we had like Jacob Harris love fest in the off season for all the dynasty folks, but I don't think he's played a single snap this season on offense. So, you know, I think, uh, again, you got to pay, you got to pay down somewhere because I'm paying up, uh, you know, pretty highly at quarterback. Um, so for me, yeah, Higby was a pretty low priced way to get pretty good target, uh, you know, target volume. I went the opposite. I always, for some reason this year, I've decided this is the year I'm going to buy tight ends and pay up for tight ends. So I'm going Hawkinson at 5,200 against Baltimore. Hawkinson's been a target monster. Dave, you know I've loved Hawkinson all year. I just think he's a good value at 5,200, and uh, he's playing Baltimore, who just gave up all those yards to Kelsey, which that is Kelsey. I understand that. But Hawkinson can be baby Kelsey and give you a good eight-catch game. I the Waller the week before, too. I mean, now Hawkinson's yeah. in there. I mean, like, yeah, no, I mean, again, you're talking arguably the two, not arguably, the two best fantasy tight ends in the game, Kelsey and Waller. But they both smashed against the Ravens. And the Ravens are known as having a pretty good secondary. Humphrey, you know, uh, in the slot covering some of those guys. Like, I love the Hawkinson play. And if if there's another way to save some money or, you know, I come I come down off the quarterback and, and want to um, spend a little bit less there, uh, yeah, Hawkinson would, would be my tight end. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. But quarterback, I went cheap on, man. I went real cheap with quarterback. I went my start of the week, Daniel Jones. I feel like against that Atlanta defense, 5,800 is pretty good price for him. He's going to smash that to uh, 3X probably with the rushing alone probably. So Daniel Jones against Atlanta. I have to stick with my start of the week. I don't hate it. He's actually my number three quarterback in my model. Um, but for me, it was it was pretty much uh, L. Jacks or bust this week. I mean, again – maybe I'll come off like Herbert's another guy that's popped a lot in my models. Uh, Daniel Jones, if I need to find some salary savings elsewhere, but yeah, you're going to, it's going to be a hard time me pulling L out of the lot of me. He actually kind of looks like he has a competent receiving core now, um, at least with Hollywood. And we know Mark Andrews is always there to pop when we least expect or at least want him to. Um, but that, I mean, that rushing floor, it just seems like uh, they have no issues using him like an RB one and a QB one. And Again, with four-point t- passing touchdowns, I kind of want to lock in that rushing floor, which, again, which is why someone like Daniel Jones pops in the model. Um, but, yeah, for me, I'm I, as of right now, I'm paying up to LJX at, uh, at quarterback and feeling very good about that. So- My <laughs> problem with LJX, Lamar Jackson, is 
are they going to get up too much and he's not going to need to run or he's not going to need to throw and they're just going to do Tyson Williams and Lat Murray and Devontae Freeman and they're just going to you know run the ball and that's it? Keep saying that, but the Lions have been competitive. I mean, they've been in the games. Um, yeah, you know, I know obviously they got blown out late by the Packers, like, you know, kind of got steamrolled in the second half, but like they've been competitive. Um, you know, all they need to do is keep this like a two score game and L Jax is going to be in there and he's going to be, you know, they're running the full offense. You know, if you get above that, that's a different story, but I mean, it's not like Baltimore's defense has been like, you know, the Baltimore defensive pass where it's shutting everyone down. I mean, they've been allowing some big games to, Wide receivers. I mean, you had Josh Jacobs score two touchdowns against them. I know it was an ugly stat line other than that, but like still, you know, they're, they're allowing some points. So, um, yeah, I, I'm not as concerned necessarily about a huge blowout there uh, as I maybe would have been preseason, honestly. Yeah, Jared Goff's been semi-competent. Like half the game he's really good, and the other half he's really bad. I think he had a really good first half against Green Bay and a really good second half against in week one against uh, who they play week yeah, one. San Francisco, yeah. So mm-hmm. if he could just put it together for a full game, Jared Goff could be competent, and maybe that game could be competitive. I mean, the offensive uh, line's good, so you think that's going to be a shorter game. They run the ball a ton there. Um, so you know, if they're if they're sh- if they're kind of shortening the game, which seems to be the way they want to do it under Dan Campbell and, and Anthony Lynn, like you know, maybe they won't have the chance to really run up the score. It, it just could be one of those like 35-21 games or even 28-14 games, but Jax is responsible for three of the four touchdowns. Hopefully, you know, at least one rushing and you're looking like a rock star. And let's go to defense, which I've learned from you. Pay for the cheapest defense possible. It worked out week one against with Cincinnati. Uh, last week I ran out. I forgot who I ran out, but they scored a bunch of points and they were super cheap. It was the Vikings, right? I played the Vikings last week, and they at least on DraftKings and they smashed with that return. Oh, pick yeah, yeah, pick six. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. on DraftKings they smashed. Um, so yeah, it is. It's basically the lowest, the the, the 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 cheapest defense that like is not just going to get steamrolled. I went with Arizona against Jacksonville three thousand. I feel like that defense is fast. I feel like they're going to cause problems with Lawrence. I feel like they're going to need some sacks. It may be a pick six. I'm hoping, obviously. So that's my team, Arizona. I'm curious to see about well, who you're starting. Uh, Tennessee, uh, give me all the give me all the Jacob Eason I can handle. Um, <laughs> yeah, obviously, there's a, there's a good offensive line there, right? So we know that uh, the potential for sacks. But uh, listen, Carson Wentz didn't get hurt rushing outside the pocket. Carson Wentz got hurt inside the pocket. So they're obviously giving us some pressures. Uh, you know, Tennessee has a, a good, de- decent defensive front. Um, they've invested heavily in that. And, you know, I, I think there's some sack equity, some interception equity, um, you know, going against Jacob Eason. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Carson Wentz is the only guy I know that can sprain both ankles. I played football my whole life. I've never seen anyone sprain both, um, at least yeah, in one game. So, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be very difficult for him to play. And if he is, he's probably going to be a statue back there. And if that's the case, like – from a guy who played offensive line, if you have a statue for quarterback, you absolutely hate it because if they can't move inside the pocket, it just throws off your entire blocking. It clo- you know everything gets thrown off. Um, so yeah, I, I'm all about Tennessee right now. Save 600 bucks there. So you know yep. you might not need it. You might need it. Um, but yeah, for me that was a pretty easy uh, defensive selection on DraftKings. You know that's why you're here because I didn't think about that. So that could save me 300 or 600 bucks, and I could upgrade my. Juju, or I could upgrade my quarterback situation, either one. But yeah, that's like I didn't even think about that. That's awesome. <clears throat> Boom, that's there we here. go. That's yeah, why so again, here. DraftKings are probably things are probably changed, obviously. Like um 
you know, if we get some news any one way, uh, you know, things can change. But I'm actually feeling pretty good about the uh, about the DraftKings lineup this week. I feel like we're locking in like a pretty good floor between L. Jacks, Christian McCaffrey, Cup, CD, um, and then like a touch floor with Ceh and, and Davis, and then you know. We're uh, we're gonna. Well, I really we're even though we're locking the touch floor Ceh, we're we're shooting our shot on the uh, you know on the upside of Ceh yeah. and, and Osborne there. Let's shoot over to FanDuel where I know Davey set up a lineup. I feel like I've talked this entire time and Davey had no contributions, so let's go with you guys. <laughs> I, want, I want to hear Davey's lineup uh, on FanDuel side. Well, Hit me heard, with it. Hit me with I, it. I heard Finn talk about uh, <laughs> Herbert in his model for DraftKings. I went with Herbert on FanDuel, uh, 7,500. He plays Kansas City. I, I had Daniel Jones in initially, but then I had ended up with $100 extra to spare when it was all over. I went to quarterbacks, and I saw Justin Herbert's only $100 more than Daniel Jones, so I had to upgrade there. Uh, so, yeah, Justin Herbert locked in at quarterback for sure. Uh, I like that one. I, I'm I'm playing Eljax on him. Mean, he's he's much more expensive uh, on Fanduel than he is on DraftKings. I'm I'm still gonna stick there as well. Again, just with the the four point passing touchdowns. Um, yeah. But again, you know Herbert threw for 300 something yards last week. Uh, he, he's got good weapons. He runs the ball as well. You know, um, Daniel Jones is in there, but like Daniel Jones, I mean, 7400. Like he's not cheap. Um, yeah, that's it, that was yeah. where, what got me. He's cheap on DraftKings, like you know, uh, Josh. As you said, you you paid down on DraftKings, and you were able to get a ton more on, on FanDuel. I mean, is there really a thousand dollar difference between L. Jackson and Daniel Jones? I mean, yeah, if we look at the rushing the first two but two weeks, but like, no, nah, I I think we all feel pretty comfortable um, saying that L. Jackson is at least a thousand dollars better than than Daniel Jones. Um, another guy, Josh Allen. Uh, you know, I, I know he's had his struggles um, and he wasn't the goal line back last week. Like, you know, you expect him to be with uh, Moss falling in there for a couple of uh, goal line uh, touchdowns. <clears throat> I, you know, I got to think that Josh Allen is going to get right here pretty soon. He's just too talented. And that offense is, oh, we got Josh shaking his head. <laughs> uh, I, 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 he's in the middle, so I'm not going to play him. I'm just telling you guys to ruin my pool. Like, I'm either going to pay the extra 400 bucks for Lamar. Or I'm probably going to go down to Herbert. Um mm-hmm. But if I'm thinking about guys like if you're thinking about tournament lineup, I guarantee Josh Allen's going to be super, super, super low owned, and you know you, you have the ability for that like Josh Allen home run game. But I'm pretty much L. Jax or Herbert on Fanduel. You're not worried about Washington defense against Josh Allen at all, like those guys chasing him down and destroying Josh Allen. I mean, Daniel Jones just destroyed the Washington defense, so I yeah. think Josh Allen is better, uh, better than that. Man, you're, you're you're right. I'm so wrong. Crushed. <laughs> yeah. For uh for running backs, I went with uh, one of my starts of the week, Tyson Williams, 6400. He was kind of my cheap play. Uh, we saw his attempts go up last week. They play Detroit. I'm hoping Josh's game plan works out. They get ahead, and they want to run a little bit. Um, yeah. Aaron Jones just dropped over 40, uh, mostly through receiving. Tyson Williams is the only back there catching balls. Latavius Murray has zero targets through two games. I had to go a little cheap on the first running back and went Tyson Williams. Uh, for the second running back, I ended up going Austin Eckler, uh, 7,000. He's kind of – it's weird to stack to call it a stack whenever it's a, a QB running back, but Eckler does it through the air. Uh, he was only 7,000. Uh, he looked back to 100% healthy last game with the nine targets after he had zero targets in week one. And he is playing Kansas City, who is allowing 101 rush yards and three and a half rushing touchdowns per game. 
Any other running backs? Like who did you flex a running back or no? Uh, I did not. No, I flex. I ended up flexing a wide receiver. Is that? Is that? I bad? I, I tend to like to. Fl- <laughs> I'll I'll be more open to flexing a wide receiver on DraftKings because the full PPR. I tend to want to be a running back on on FanDuel because of the oh, half a little PPR. safer. Yeah. Yeah. I learned that week one, baby. Keep okay. Up. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. knew that already. <laughs> um. Josh, who who is in your pool? Because I, I mean, Davy, there's one guy on here, and Josh knows who I'm going to say. Who I don't, I don't I'm absolutely shocked did not make your uh, your lineup. I'll tell you what, um, I'm I'm kind of mine's kind of like uh, I got I got to look, make sure I wasn't missing like some guy that's like super cheap or something. That's, has a I good have opportunity. I have Najee at 7,500. I have Swift at 7,400. Pretty much the same as DraftKings, and I went Tyson Williams at 6,400. I'm missing who you're smashing. Saquon Barkley is six thousand dollars. Yes, we talked. Yes, okay, we talked about thousand dollars. We talked about it. Go ahead. Falcons. I'm against the Falcons. A, who running backs smashed the Falcons. B, (laughs) he did look tentative last week. You know, again, like as a guy who uh, you play football my whole life, you could see there was you know some tentative moments. But then you saw, hey, I can break off that forty plus yard run. Like, okay, I know it's in there. He's playing eighty. Was eighty five, eighty six percent of the snaps. at six thousand dollars, I'm just looking back. The last time Saquon Barkley was six thousand dollars was the week after he tore his ACL, <laughs> like when DraftKings basically made him forty five hundred dollars because he was out yeah. the rest of the season. Like this is unfathomable, unfathomable, like how cheap Saquon is. And I get all the concerns about that. He's going to be probably the highest owned running back on FanDuel uh, because, again, same thing with that Ceh, but probably times ten Saquon Barkley. And then you're gonna see six thousand. You're like, what the heck? All it takes is, I mean, he hasn't scored a touchdown yet this year. All it takes is one touchdown, and boom! All right, now he's like paid off. Now he's at cost. Anything else he gets on receptions and yards is just gonna be gravy. You know, I, I think we're starting to see glimmers of the Saquon coming back. And against Atlanta, I I was looking through this and I was like, is this a misprint? Do they like the, does the six like on on the fantasy labs model that I use like? Is is there a smudge? Is that an eight? And the six is like, you know, it, it was unfathomable to me that you're going to get Saquon Barkley 86% snap share uh, at $6,000. Again, I'm shocked because as a fellow Giants fan, I thought for sure that was going to like, you know, light up like Christmas vacation as soon as you saw that. Yeah, no, I, once I got uh, Williams at 6,400, I kind of went like back towards the top, I think, to figure out what kind of, what kind of stud guy could I have to cover? Yeah, I just – I mean, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm just a glutton for punishment. Maybe I'm, <laughs> I mean, I I'm a Giants fan. I love it. $6,000. Yeah. I, I, I just don't see how you don't play that. Uh, play, and playing the Falcons, I mean, like, everything is set up for him for success. It's like prom night. They already went – they have the hotel booked. Barry White's playing. The candles are lit. <laughs> like, if you're not – if you're going to do it, this tonight's the night. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Leftovers. Or – the DMV. Number 97. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So I, this, I've, is, uh, this is I've the last been, chance to get Saquon before he blows up. Everyone better go get him now. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, you know I have a buddy who uh, you know who, who does some training, has worked with Saquon, and you know he had kind of said that 
the first two weeks might be a little rough because coming back, like it was a Sunday immediately followed by Thursday. Um, so, you know, now they kind of have the mini bye week, you know, with that Thursday now playing the following Sunday. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be that much more rested. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I think that's like the easiest no brainer. I mean, that was the first lock button for me uh, once I saw that. Cause he was, he was popping at the very, very top of my model. So I got Saquon. I agree on the Austin Eckler uh, front. Love all of the reasoning. I love all of that there. Uh, he's getting the goal line carries now, which is crazy. He never got that before. So, yeah, if you can lock in pretty much goal line carries and all of the receptions, uh, sign me up. And then anything he gets on the, on the ground other than that is just gravy. And I'm going back to the Mike Davis train there too, again, because he's 5,700. He's just so cheap. Um, over there, like, uh, you know, again, the Giants defense isn't really scaring me right now. Um and I'm just locking in that that touch volume at 5,700 because that's going to allow me to pay up. I mean, the rest of my team is high priced. So by locking in like Mike Davis, Eckler, and Saquon, you know, two of those guys being pretty cheap, and Eckler at 7,000 is super cheap too. Like I have no idea. He's the same price as Jonathan Taylor. Like I would take Eckler 10 times out of 10 over Jonathan Taylor right now. That's not even close. Absolutely, yeah. So, and that allows me to pay up for LJX at quarterback here um, because, again, it's, it's at $800, but. That eight hundred dollars over Herbert, like I can lock in that rushing floor because Herbert might throw for three hundred yards, but L. Jackson is going to run for a hundred, and one of those is worth way more than the other. So, um, you know, I uh, I got that. So I'm curious where we're at at wide receiver because I'm doing something I don't usually do at wide receivers. So I'm curious where you guys are at. Josh, what do you got? No, you go, man. It's your lineup. This is your turn. Uh, yeah, I you talked about him earlier. I had to go with them. Cooper Cup, uh, seventy nine hundred bucks. Playing the playing the Bucks, the Bucks secondary has not been good. They're banged up. Uh, 342 passing yards per game allowed. Last year, Cooper Cup went 11 for 145 against them with Jared Goff. Uh, Sign me up for all the Cooper Cup. I'll continue riding that train. I uh, went with Chris Godwin. I'm picking on the same game. I'm hoping it's a going to be a shootout. AB looks like he's going to miss with COVID. Uh, it seems like a tough matchup. Last year. Godwin seven for fifty three and a touchdown against them, and that was a game when AB absolutely went nuts. Uh, all those vacated targets and yards. If AB is out, I like that. And then another guy that we had already talked about, Sterling Shepard, my my cheap wide receiver, sixty four hundred. Uh, we already talked about the reasons for him. Uh, so yeah, we don't have to dwell on that. Josh, what about you? Are you different, similar? So I just. You guys talked me into it. I just changed my lineup on the spot. I put in I put in Saquon. I saved some money. I took out uh, I took out one of my guys. I still have Swift and Najee. I forgot who I just took out. Anyway, so then I upgraded a quarterback and got Justin Herbert in there. And then I upgrade. So here's my receivers now: Keenan Allen at 6,900 with a stack of with Justin Herbert. I got nice. Cooper Cup in there against Tampa, and then I got Rondell Moore at 5,600 against Jacksonville. So. I'm doing something I don't usually do. Uh, as of right now, I'm rolling out two Rams receivers. I'm rolling out Cup and Woods. Woods at 7100 or 6100. I mean, that's a dirt cheap too. And oh, you wow, know yeah. that he's going to keep going. And the only the only shift I might make off of that is if Deontay is out, Juju is the same price, 6100 on FanDuel. So I'd probably feel more comfortable about rolling out Juju if Deontay's out and not stacking two Rams wide receivers, but like I'm not opposed to stacking two Rams wide receivers right now. I just think Robert Woods is just so mispriced at 6,100. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, again, you're looking for that cheap target volume. Um, and then my last is actually DK Metcalf at 7,200. I could fit him in there. Um, oh, that's a great start. He's going to probably have like yeah. a 300-yard receiving. 
Yeah, I, I just think against yeah against your boys in Minnesota. You know, I think Lockett is what Lockett has like three or four of these like blow up games every year. He's already mm-hmm. got two of them. Yeah, they basically exactly. have the same exact targets, same exact everything. It just seems like you know Lockett's just like it, it makes no sense. Like everything that you you're seeing Lockett do is exactly what you Metcalf has always done: be the big play guy, deep threat. Lockett does that too, but like Lockett's been the better route runner. Lockett's been the underneath guy for a long time. So I just think that like you know DK Metcalf was far and away my my um, top rated wide receiver in my model this week and uh, for me that was kind of like a, a no brainer to play. I mean I just yeah seventy two hundred he's fifteen hundred dollars yeah. less than Tyreek Hill. I mean like that's bonkers considering they both have the same kind of ceiling. Can we all disagree that the way Lockett tracks a deep ball over the shoulder like looking up is the best thing you've ever seen in it's football? Insane. It's that, so nice. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. He's done it twice this year where the ball, he's just like almost bending backwards with his hands out. It's like, how do you catch that? That's incredible. It's, yeah. Uh, I mean, if we're looking back at like past pricing too, like DK Metcalf at 7,200, like he was in like the low to mid eights last year, towards the end of last year. Like you're getting a discount on him um, right now. I mean, he's 7,000 last week, which is insane as well. Um, you know, it's not like he hasn't sucked this year. I mean, he hasn't sucked. It's just the or, uh, lock has just been unreal on the same Incredible. amount of targets. So, yep. yeah, I think um, that's that, that's kind of my ceiling play for the week. You know, that, that DK Metcalf, Metcalf blow up. Mm-hmm. Um, what about tight end? Because uh, I'm curious if you guys paid up or what you did at tight end. Oh, I completely punted at tight end, man. I went with Evan Ingram, first game back, <laughs> $5,100. He's playing the... The defense that was ranked 31st against tight is points against tight ends. Uh, I punted. I don't, am going to admit it. I went Evan Ingram 5100. So that's where the homework came in. You missed Saquon. Yeah, I missed it. Six thousand yeah. dollar gift from the gods. And I was and like, here comes Evan Ingram. Here comes Evan Ingram. <laughs> you get points for drops, right? Riding in on his chariot to save uh, to save the Giants. So yeah. I always I'm gonna pay. I'm gonna look. Spoiler. I'm gonna pay up for tight end every single week. I'm going with Darren Waller against Miami. Just their he's their number one target. So why not go for seventy four hundred dollars? That's pretty cheap for a top end tight end. I'm with you. Waller's my guy. I mean, for me on FanDuel, there you could talk me into Hawkinson if I needed to find some money elsewhere. But mm-hmm. I mean, again, seventy four hundred. Um, that's that's an easy one for me. Again, like this is what scares me again. I talk about loose pricing, right? I got Ljax, Eckler, Woods, Cup, Metcalf, Waller, Barkley, yeah, like this is like a you know a lineup we'd all kill to have is like our redraft like you know what i mean like that kind of scares me when you can fit this many studs in there so one of the things i'm going to be looking at probably more closely is like projected ownership percentage um as we get closer and just kind of see like um how my lineup fares versus like some of the other because again like if you're seeing low ownership percentages off of guys that you think are just pretty easy plays like you know, like Dave, like you, I said DK, and you were like, "Hell yeah!" If DK ends up being <laughs> low owned, I'm like, "Ah, oh, crap!" Uh, what you know, what's going on? Am I am I just not seeing this the same way as everyone else? And if that's the case, maybe I'd shift this to be like a tournament lineup because if it's going to be low ownership, then it's a lineup I felt pretty good with. Maybe I'll play more single entries that week um, and more head to heads and less of like the 50-50 double ups. So yeah, I mean, again, that's what we talk about. Like we both, all of us had to punt somewhere pretty you know like on DraftKings, we had like two plays we were kind of like nah. yeah <laughs> on FanDuel, there's really no player i'm kind of like this sucks i don't understand why this yeah. sucks you know, like you know it just kind of all works out so um advice for the uh 
for the followers here. If you're good, if you're looking to get double up, triple up, 50, 50, um, you know, games going this week, I'd probably play more of that on DraftKings. Uh, if I'm on FanDuel, I'm going to stick more to like the single entries and the uh, head heads. I'd still throw your lineup in the 50, 50, 50s and double ups. Like don't shy away from it. But I probably put the bulk of my bankroll in head to heads this week um, versus like 50, 50s and double ups on FanDuel. I've only played 50-50s on FanDuel this year. I've ca- I've, I got lucky. I've, I've cashed every single time. I only had one losing lineup um, because it was crazy. I was like 49th out of 100 starting to win. But, uh, so you just project, you just love doing head to head 1v1. That's where you probably where you cash the most. Yeah. I mean, because if you think about it, like, uh, we talked about this, like, if you finished 52nd in, uh, 50 50, you missed the money by two spots or by one spot or two, two spots, but you beat 47 or 48 other people. If I'm playing that same 99 other people head to head and I lose 50, you know, and I win 48 of them, okay, like I'm going to marginally lose versus losing everything in 50 50s. Mm-hmm. And if there's so many paths to victory, I'd rather spread my risk out amongst the individual players because I know I'm not going to finish last. I think my, uh, my lineup building skills, even if I throw up a goose egg on FanDuel, I threw up a goose egg on FanDuel in 50-50s and double-ups and triple-ups. I did not throw up a goose egg in head-to-heads. So, you know, it's kind of like that playing defense while also playing offense. Um, you know, there, there's just weeks like this week on FanDuel where I'm going to probably get most of my action through head-to-heads and then throw in some, you know, single entries. And maybe I mean, I'll throw in some of the larger 50-50s and double-ups, like just to see how my lineup stacks up against that. But if I smash those, I'm probably going to smash head-to-heads and probably do pretty well in the, in the single entries. That will offset any of the rake I'll get taken out on the head-to-heads and percentage I lose. Yeah, I just feel like the professionals play head-to-head like you, and I'm dead in the water. That's So what go, I- go play like the cheap ones. Go pay fit the dollar or the $2 ones. And uh, one of the things you can do is um, – I think it's Roto Grinders that has this, and I used to use this. And there's another website too that, uh, and I'm pretty sure it's Roto Grinders that you can actually go through and you can pull like uh, an Excel spreadsheet of all of your lineups for that week, upload it to this, and it'll tell this tool and it'll tell you how you're doing head to head versus everybody. So it'll say like, hey, you know, against Josh, you've won 87% of your head to heads. Okay, when I see your name posted in, in the FanDuel DraftKings lobbies. You better believe I'm smashing and taking up every ounce of our head-to-head, uh, your uh, head-to-head games I can get. Because what guys do is they'll just post head-to-heads. They'll just say, hey, I'm going to put 100 head-to-heads out there. Whoever takes it, takes it. And then, and then as it gets closer to lock, say you put 100 out, I put 100 out, and we have filled them, they'll kind of automatically push us together so we can fill the contest. But, again, if I'm like, oh, I smashed Josh, Josh 87% of the time, I want to try and get all the action I can against him. So keep track of that. Like when you play these head-to-heads, notice if there's people that you continuously beat. I do this all the time in NBA DFS because there's a handful of guys that I just crush and boom, I'm all out there. I, I'm, I'm snapping up every last bit of their head-to-head action. And again, uh, there's going to be nights where I lose. Um, but yeah, just start low. Um, pick random guys. Like all everyone has those stars next to it. Um, like tells you how, how big of an experienced player they are. Um yeah, leverage that if you want to. Just you know, get people who don't have stars, or just have they basically have a star with um not shaded in, like it's a black star with a white circle around it. I versus, that. yeah, versus like the black star with the it's a white star with a black kind of circle around it. That's uh, don't play those guys. All right, pro tip: don't play those guys. You guys yeah. have anything else to fin? Before I we don't. let them go, you don't. Nope. I'm, D- tired. 
I'm changing my stuff up now. You know, I'm getting out of these 50-50s. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should go head to head. Oh, we were talking defense on uh, Vandal, uh, oh, real defense. quick. Uh, well, I I forgot to say my flex was uh, Tyler Lockett. Same reasons you put DK in. Uh, my defense, I went Ravens against Detroit. I went Washington against Buffalo, just because. I did Buffalo against Washington. I had the extra cash. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Heineke has shown he can make some boneheaded plays. So, uh, and he holds the ball a little long so he can give up and get some sacks. So, uh, yeah, I decided to go with uh, with Buffalo there. How much is that uh, salary for Buffalo? I have. Oh, I only have 3,800 to spend on defenses. So that's why I went 37 with Washington. The other, I can go the Colts with Tennessee, but I don't like that. Miami with Vegas, no. Casey was with the, no. So yeah, Washington's probably my best bet. Well, I don't know. Seattle versus Mint, no, because Kirk Cousins doesn't throw interceptions. So I'm sticking with Washington for now. Yeah, that's one. Uh, they're pretty, far, just so you know, they're pretty far low. They're pretty low, my model. I was like just trying to scroll down my model, see where they were. And they're Washington's pretty... not. Well, you're high on Josh Allen this week, and you're high on the Buffalo offense. I could tell. Yeah. I'm just, not that it, I'm not high on him. I'm just thinking Josh Allen's he's not he's struggling right now. And he's one of those guys he wants to make a play. He's like an upgrade of Carson Wentz, how Carson Wentz runs around and just tosses the ball around. I've seen Josh Allen do that a couple times when he's under pressure. And I can see him doing this thing where he tries too hard, fumbles, or throws interceptions. So that's what I'm looking out for. I don't hate it, but uh yeah. I think Obviously. you can save some money elsewhere and maybe upgrade a defense a little bit. I probably will. I'll, I'll, it's only Wednesday. We have like what four more days to figure this out. Plenty of time. Nothing but time. <clears throat> now, is there anything else you want to ask Finn before we let him go? No. We good. See you boys oh. in the guillotine this week. Oh, I was gonna say, are you gonna lose and get? Who's gonna lose the guillotine this week? Probably Josh because he sucks. I don't know anyone else. I, I've been bidding on all these like players that keep going to the free agency. I keep missing out on all of them. So you, I'm still rocking literally the same exact lineup I drafted. You you don't need to make this guy. What's his face? Spent nine hundred dollars on those three players. He's done. Thousand. He's done. He can't. He won't win anybody good the rest of the year. So with a team he's got now has to last him all year. And yeah, he got DK and he got Gibson, which is nice. And then I forget who the other guy is that he got. Tony Pollard. But like, man, now you like you're not getting nobody the rest of the year. So good luck with that, because that we learned from the first year we did it two years ago. I won the league. That money is so yeah. I had to throw that. You split it. You split it. You split. You chopped. No, I won the league. Me and the last guy chopped the money, but um, I won the league because we realize how much that money comes in handy, especially as the season goes on and the the big. The big, big guys come out, you know, when someone drops a CMC and you got the most money, the game over. Like, that's all that matters. Yeah, money is important. Elijah Moore, and I was like, oh, God, did I overspend? <laughs> like, uh, but I'm like, I still, I'm still sitting on like a fat wad of cash there. So, yeah, everyone's yeah. got most everybody has a lot of money left. Me and Dave usually last <clears throat> like what, the top eight, I want to say. Like, I've not I've last had a year. Oh, last I'm year. Last year. Yeah, when I'm I always, last year. I'm always up there until like week 10 or 11. Then I get knocked out. But my goal is to not spend any money until about week four or five. Because, but usually I draft a good team. This year, my team, as you saw this week, my team is trash. You barely <laughs> freaking slug got sw- swung by. Hawkinson, yeah. man. That Hawkinson pick really saved me this week. He saved your ass. Yep. Yeah, Deontay, really Deontay going down might hurt me if he's out this week. Because, uh, yeah, yeah. there's not a lot of depth there. Uh, Finn, have you seen my team? 
<laughs> I'm starting. I'm starting Zach Pascal. I think. Yikes. I think I am. Yeah, it's not. Well, I think I'm starting Jameis Winston. It makes you feel any better. Actually, I might perfect. be starting Heineke. I might actually start Heineke over uh, over Jameis. There you Winston. go. I'm so, starting Trevor Lawrence, which I don't want to, but I, ha- I have no other option. What I almost did this week, a little strategy talk, and I hope no one's listening. I almost dropped, <laughs> dropped Jerry Judy because he's injured, and I wanted people to spend money on him because I don't think he's going to be valuable for the next four to six weeks. Not so, a bad idea. That's, that's actually not a bad idea. But and now, the person that gets him gets eliminated. That'd be nice. Yeah, but yeah. now I've uh, blown my cover, and I'll do it next week. Yeah, we're, we're, we're someone else like, uh, you know, they, they spend money on him and then a better receiver comes along that you now have money yeah. for that someone else can't spend on. So, yeah, I actually don't hate that strategy at all. I almost did it, dude. And I'm like, next week. Next week's going to be bigger. <laughs> Mental uh, note. Be ready to blow $500 on Jerry Judy next week. Uh, <laughs> you know what? We saw Michael Thomas last year with a high ankle sprain. He was never – he never looked good. So, is there's no guarantee Judy's going to come back and look good. There's no guarantees. Sucks. So. Yeah, sure. So we we got to get out of here, Finn. We're gonna let you go. Thanks for coming on. We'll see you guys next week. Later. Peace out. Peace out. All right, that was. Oh, Davey just left. We didn't even do the outro. This is okay. We're still alive, pal. Um, oh, yeah, we're still. I gotta do the outro. So I'm you can here. find us on Twitter, Josh Kimball Us Viking Dave at Viking David eighteen. Uh, join our Patreon page, patreoncom pod Support the show. You can find us on. Instagram and Facebook, OUS Fantasy Pod. Uh, Dave, I was I didn't want to tell you this until the end of the show with Davey here too. We have a new affiliate that we'll announce next week. Oh, I, I don't a, know what that means. But okay. I know I, I had a meeting with someone today, and we have a new affiliate. So look out for Deets next week as we have a new sponsor. Sweet, sweet. Okay, but that's it. I'll let you guys know next week. <laughs> for me, Davey and Dave, we're out of here. Later. See ya. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.